Today on We Here, Harvey Weinstein has been found guilty of rape and sexual assault in a landmark verdict. What does this mean for the disgraced ex-producer? It's the Lohan Wives Club. Sources say Michael Lohan's ex-wives are now living together. And Steven Spielberg's daughter has made a very shocking career choice. Coming up next on We Here. Oh my God. We're on page six? No. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Maggie, the biggest story today is the conviction of Harvey Weinstein. Yes. In a watershed moment for the Me Too movement. That's right. Weinstein was found guilty on Monday of two felony sex crimes. And if you've been following the case, you'll remember that Weinstein faced five charges, first-degree criminal sexual act, first-degree rape, third-degree rape, and two counts of predatory sexual assault. Jesus. It's, in- <laughs> it's intense, Maggie. Well, um, he was not found guilty of the top charges in the case, which were predatory sexual assault, that would have carried a life sentence and rape in the first degree. So I guess prosecutors are looking at this as not a total loss, but he is facing up to 29 years in prison, right? On on which charges? He is facing up to 29 years in prison on the charges of rape and criminal sex act. Right. So he's basically was convicted on the charges of um forcibly performing oral sex on a former Project Runway production assistant and rape in the third degree for an attack on a hairstylist. I actually spoke with one of the attorneys in the case right after the verdict was read. He exclusively told me Harvey Weinstein's reaction Mm -hmm. to the conviction. Um, He basically said that Weinstein, you know, he didn't cry. He didn't break down. Apparently, as the jury came into the room, He thanked each of his attorneys individually and told them, like, thank you to each one, no matter what the outcome. But uh, once the guilty verdicts were read, apparently Weinstein said, according to his lawyer, Arthur Idala, one of his um, attorneys, Harvey Weinstein said, I'm innocent. I'm innocent multiple times. And then he said that he said something to the effect of how can this happen in America And I didn't do this. Wow. He's maintained throughout this trial that he felt all of these interactions were consensual. Right. He had always said that he didn't have, he never had non-consensual sex with any of the women. Meantime, he was handcuffed and is headed to jail. Right. But uh, his legal team is trying to argue that he should be put in a, like a medical wing, basically Mm -hmm. like in a hospital. Right. I mean, they're saying, you know, it isn't like a, uh, it's still like a, jail hospital but you know harvey weinstein has showed up in court this entire time with a walker mm-hmm. you know we've had multiple stories talking about you know his medical condition and was this real um which he says and his legal team has said or was this something to just elicit sympathy from jurors mm-hmm. or, and in the court of public opinion they're saying that he should be in this medical wing one of his lawyers donna Rotano, was telling the judge that He actually needs like a whole bunch of different medications, including one so that he doesn't go blind. Mm -hmm. His lawyers are also saying I've heard that, you know, his walker wouldn't be allowed inside the jail um, because I apparently are not supposed to have 
equipment like that inside jail because it could be used, you know, for an assault or used as, as a weapon. So they want him to be put in a medical ward. The other thing that I've heard too is that because the because he wasn't convicted of the top charges, mm-hmm. his legal team is now filing an appeal. And apparently because those top charges weren't met, he can, as far as I understand, get bail during pending his appeal. Interesting. Possibly. I mean, that's what his legal team is going for. Right. So right now, you know, he was handcuffed and sort of led off to prison, but they're hoping they can get him out on bail. That being said, he still has a case in L.A. going on. Mm -hmm. He still has a case in London going on. Those aren't going to go away. So depending on what happens with the outcome of this, even if he did get bail, even if the appeal is going on, he can get shipped off to L.A. to then face charges there. Wow. So while this was like a landmark moment in this case, it's a very complex situation, you know, and uh, it might not be the last we see of Harvey Weinstein in a courtroom. Right. He won't be sentenced until March 11th. So there's a lot of time to see what happens here. Yeah, he could be, you know, they're hoping he'll be in this medical wing on Rikers Island, which the judge has said he's putting in a in a in a word for. The other thing that's going to be complicated for Harvey Weinstein is there were a number of civil suits against him that were pending and they were put on hold while the criminal proceeding was going on. So now that a verdict has been reached in this case, all those civil suits are now moving ahead again. Mm. One of them alleges that he defaulted on a $45 million loan back when he was trying to keep the Weinstein company afloat when this whole scandal broke. So he could be on the hook for this $45 million uh, loan that he defaulted on. There are also a number of women who are his accusers because you know there were so many women who accused him of sexual assault, rape, sexual misconduct, that some women took settlements in, in civil cases against Harvey Weinstein. There are a number of women, including Ashley Judd, who did not take the settlement. They still have cases pending against him as well. Mm. So not only does he have the possible LA and London criminal proceedings. He's got, you know, millions of dollars on the line that he could owe. And he's got these civil suits pending as well. So he's just in a complete legal mess, even though the guilty verdict came down. Following the verdict, Manhattan District Attorney Cy Vance said that these women who came forward with their stories have changed the course of history. After seeing the outcome of this trial, hopefully it encourages more women to come forward and tell their stories like many of the women did in this case. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, the other thing, though, Maggie, is that, I mean, obviously, prosecutors, they brought 28 witnesses before the jury, including six women who, you know, tearfully recounted their experience in in great detail, you know, publicly. But Harvey Weinstein was not charged in three of the women's cases. Mm -hmm. So there were three women who testified and, and he was in charge. But overall, obviously, their testimony had a lot of impact. But it, you know, it, it, it obviously wasn't easy. And this case also saw a lot of notable names coming forward, including Annabella Sciorra, one of his alleged victims. He was not convicted on her allegations and Rosie Perez. But there's been an outpouring of support for the women in the case from a lot of notable names who they weren't there in the courtroom, but they have been names that we've seen in the articles that came out in the New York Times and the New Yorker about his, 
you know, alleged attacks, including Mira Sorvino and Ashley Judd, who are coming out and praising the verdict. Meanwhile, Bill Cosby's publicist has issued a statement about the Weinstein verdict. You might remember that Cosby is serving time now in prison for sexual assault. He said that the verdict was not shocking because these jurors were not sequestered, which gave them access to media coverage and the sentiments of public opinion. There's no way you would have anyone believe that Mr. Weinstein was going to receive a fair and impartial trial. Also, this judge showed that he wanted a conviction by sending the jurors back to deliberate after they were hung on many of the counts. Here's the question that should haunt all Americans, especially wealthy and famous men. Where do we go in this country to find fairness and impartiality in the judicial system? And where do we go in this country to find due process? That's exactly what I heard Harvey Weinstein thought, too. Um, He thought that the jury couldn't be impartial in this case. Um, But the thing that's so significant about this is that one is it's it's amazing to see. I mean, with Bill Cosby, too, but Harvey Weinstein was really one of, if not like the most powerful person in the film business. And Mm -hmm. obviously we just, you know, had the Oscars and it's just, it's kind of amazing to see that fall from grace in such a uh, relatively short period of time from someone who was like, you know, so incredibly powerful to being convicted and sort of handcuffed and taken away. But this really became the face of the whole Me Too movement. And so I think that it's very significant because I think that one thing we've been seeing is that, you know, the Harvey Weinstein case was just very extreme and obviously so extreme that it's ended up in this criminal conviction. But I think a lot of people were just looking at this case as being totally emblematic of the whole thing and all of these accusations and all of these men in Hollywood. So I think that the Harvey Weinstein case just took on like a much more significant role as being a symbol, you know, for a lot of people, even potentially victims or people who are wrapped up in other cases, which might not have made it to criminal trials where there wasn't as much evidence or, you know, the statute of limitations had run out. So I think that that a lot of people are thinking of this as a major victory across the board. I never thought that the chronicles of Lindsay Lohan and her wacky family could get any wackier, but they have. It's actually, this could be a pitch for a show in itself. Lohan Family Values. Lohan Family Values, the Lohan Wives Club. Um, (laughs) Page six is reporting that Michael Lohan's long-suffering ex-wives, that's Lindsay Lohan's mom, Dina, and his most recent ex, Kate Major, are actually living together. They've moved in in uh, Merrick, Long Island to Dina's home. And they're both in a battle with Michael, and it seems like they're consolidating their uh, powers. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's important to point out for those who might not be familiar with Kate Major, she started her romance with Michael Lohan many years ago when she was a tabloid reporter, and that's how they met each other. They've since gotten married, gotten divorced. They have two children, 
But it's almost like this is a story you would only believe if you read it in a tabloid and it's involving a former tabloid reporter. And here we are talking about it. Right. So I think that Michael Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's dad and Kate Major are they're technically not like I think their divorce is not finalized, Mm -hmm. but they're they're estranged. And the latest chapter in their ongoing drama, there's been like tons of sort of crazy stories about them over the years and their crazy breakup. But in the latest situation, which we've reported on, our own Ollie Coleman has and uh, Francesca Bacardi from Page6.com have been reporting that Michael Lohan and Kate Major were each recently arrested Mm -hmm. in separate incidents, right? So Michael Lohan was arrested in Southampton for allegedly assaulting Kate Major. I think the charge was something like alleged... um, Basically, when you saw a person from breathing or having strangulation. Yeah, it was like uh, he was arrested after allegedly getting physically abusive with Kate. The charge was a misdemeanor of criminal obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. That's what I was looking for. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. Obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. Yes. Not good. So he was hauled into court in Tony, Southampton, New York Mm -hmm. in handcuffs. But then he is alleging that, you know, she's framing him because she was recently arrested in a separate incident in Riverhead, Long Island, for alleged DUI. And he's now saying that, you know, she filed these charges against him because he dropped a dime on her and told cops about this DUI situation that she got arrested So now she's seeking revenge. So Maggie, you'll remember just a month ago, Dina Lohan herself was arrested for alleged DWI when she left a an outback steakhouse near her home and uh, crashed into a car and uh, cops alleged she was drunk and she didn't take a breathalyzer. She denies it. She and her lawyer say that uh, she was uh, she wasn't intoxicated and that she is going to uh, take her case up with the state of New York. She's pled not guilty to DWI and a list of traffic violations herself. So I guess it's a good thing that she and Kate Major are together under one roof. But Ollie Coleman reports that he found out that Kate Major and Dina Lohan are now holed up in a makeshift anti-Michael Lohan commune in what was once simply Dina's house in Merrick, Long Island. And basically when Page Six called Kate Major for comment on a recent story, Ollie wrote that an exhausted sounding Dina seized the phone and gave us a lengthy diatribe about how she's being a mother and protecting Kate. I've been through it all before, she said apparently referring to the miscellaneous rigors of being Mrs. Michael Lohan. She then said to the Paytix reporter, I love you. Huh. So it was like kind of a roller coaster of emotions going on there in that house. So can you blame Lindsay Lohan for living her life in Europe? Right. If this no is what's going on at home. home, mom you know? and dad are fighting. Stepmom or former stepmom is in the mix. People are living together who maybe they shouldn't be living There's together. There's alleged prevention of breathing. The thing is also that Lindsay Lohan, and it's weird that like Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton are two people who just continue to pop up and pay. It's almost like the end of the movie Halloween where like Michael Myers is down below and like Jamie Lee Curtis is like, ah, he's he's gone. Like we got him. He's, you know, threw him out the window or whatever. 
and they're like, phew. And then they look back and they're like, where'd he go? And it's like, welcome to Halloween two, three, four, and five. So that's like Lindsay Lohan's career. It's like literally just when you're like, this thing is over, like it is DOA, mm-hmm. she pops back up. But the thing is, every time that she has something going on, um, I feel like there's like always bad news on the horizon, whether mm. it's in her own life or like with her parents. And uh, we had recently reported that Lindsay Lohan posted on Instagram that she has a new boyfriend. Right. Um, a few weeks ago. That at, she... she was at like a music festival in the in Dubai or somewhere. Yes. Where was it? In Dubai. Exactly right. A Dubai she was music, a music festival. festival in Dubai. Which sounds like a euphemism for something. But this was literally a Dubai music festival. But she was with this dude. Then she deleted the photo. And then we've also reported that since August, actually, she had inked a record deal with mm-hmm. her old record label, Casablanca Records. Mm. And that she was going to come out with a new album. And then just... Uh, Last month in January, she teased it on a Dubai radio station. She teased a uh, a new single called Xanax, which was supposed to be released the end of this month, February. I think. It, well, it, she said it's coming out very, very soon, but we're still waiting for this thing. We're but in the I'm end of February. Need some Xanax by the time this whole <laughs> story is over. I want to confess that I am looking forward to the release of this single because Lindsay mm. Lohan had that bop rumors, remember? Paris Hilton had a bop too. Love, stars are blind. Love is blind. Stars are blind. They are. Some love are. is blind is the show on Netflix some everyone's stars. talking about. Yeah. Some stars are blind. Stevie yeah. Wonder. Um, but, <laughs> but Xanax, yeah. I think Xanax could be a big hit. I mean, people in the newsroom are definitely looking forward to the song. People have, like yourself, been coming forward and admitting that they were into Lindsay Lohan's previous Songs. music output. We, mm-hmm. uh, Some of the reporters, uh, when she announced Xanax, were watching some of her old videos. And <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of anticipation, at least within the Page Six newsroom. I don't yeah. know about it the in the world at large, but possibly. I wonder if she'll have any songs about the family drama going on. Yeah, I mean, it's great. interesting. So Michael Lohan, he's been, yeah, he's saying that, you know, this is all frame job. Is that a word? Is that an expression? <laughs> uh, he's being framed. He's being Who framed, framed Michael yeah, Lohan, yeah, ex- an animated exactly. film? Exactly. <laughs> We should add that Kate Major denies Michael's claim that she's lying to frame him. And he's denying all the charges. Kate Major has Dina on her side. So we'll see what the next chapter is. I mean, going back to the Lindsay thing, and I do hope that Xanax is a huge success, much like the actual drug itself. But I, I, um, she's had these almost comebacks recently that seemed pretty promising. You know, she had the Greek nightclubs, mm-hmm. Lohan, like the Mykonos club and the, and she had a club in Athens. Mm-hmm. Then they were the subject of this Lohan beach house show on MTV. Right. And like that whole thing, I, I was actually kind of surprised. I mean, the show went south and then like the club was suddenly closed yeah and now she's in dubai so. i wonder what her accent sounds like right now you know? oh yeah yeah indeterminable yeah, accent confusing well i guess we'll hear when the um when the xanax song comes out and maggie actually this morning i received a, a lengthy text from michael lohan i feel like much of it i can't use for legal purposes on we hear the page six podcast i don't think our lawyers are going to let us use some of the allegations in this text that he's making against his ex 
Kate Major until they are presented in a court of law. But I can tell you, he says, I pray justice is served and this injustice stops. He also is vowing that he's going to release more information about this case in court and then to the press. That's us. That's us. You're right. This is like a this is like a Matlock episode. The daughter of Steven Spielberg and Kate Capshaw has revealed that she is now starring in her own porn videos. 23-year-old Michaela Spielberg gave an interview where she talked all about her career in solo porn. Yeah, and unlike the Lohan family, Maggie, I think people are pretty shocked about this because Steven Spielberg has this kind of impeccable, squeaky clean image. And, you know, a lot of his kids are in the entertainment business in various guises, although this is his youngest daughter, right, Mm -hmm. who's adopted. So it's pretty shocking. I mean, there are also details of her her life, right, that she's involved with an older guy who's a darts player. Mm-hmm. A much older guy who I believe is in his late 40s or early 50s. Right. And the reason she is doing pornography solo is out of respect for him. But in this interview, she says that this choice is not like an end of the road thing or that she's hit rock bottom. She said, this is a positive, empowering choice. I realized there is no shame in having a fascination with this industry and wanting to do something that is safe, sane, consensual. Yeah, the thing is, she sounds pretty articulate when she talks about, you know, the situation, why she's doing it. But the Post, Sarah Nathan, um, has written a story about insiders close to the Spielberg family who are talking about what the what Steven Spielberg and Kate Capshaw think about their daughter's choice. Our report says that, you know, they're they're supportive of all of their kids and um, that they're the most evolved parents in the world and they love their kids beyond all measure. But the friend said, obviously, though, they're embarrassed by her sudden public admission of entry into the sex worker world. Mm -hmm. So I guess they're kind of they're embarrassed by this revelation. And apparently Michaela didn't really talk to her family before going public with her new line of work posting videos on Pornhub.com. Sounds like a plug, but I'm just reporting the news. (laughs) I mean, something to keep in mind here is she's 23 years old and Spielberg is 73. This 50-year age gap between you and your daughter, I'm sure it'll be a challenging conversation for them to have lifetimes apart in age. Yeah. I mean, and this is a part of the film business, Steven Spielberg, obviously, I, I don't think knows a lot about. Although, Maggie, since you know I am a repository of all um, trivial things from the 80s, mm-hmm. I think I've established that. I did recall that there was a Spielberg-inspired porn movie back in the 80s. It was called E3, The Extra Testicle. Do you think that's Directed the by only Ron one? Jeremy and starring a, a woman named Bunny Blue. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know. This is the only one I could remember. She lives in Nashville. She's far from Hollywood. She lives in Nashville. She, uh, Michaela even posted an, a photo on Instagram of herself as a toddler and wrote, I was such a determined child. Here's a photo of me marching away from Bill Clinton at a family gathering. I've always been this strong and bold. I yield to nobody. I feel like if Hillary saw this or like a Google alert went to the Clintons, you'd be like, geez, why do you have to? Bring Bill Clinton into this. Like, you know, what he did nothing to do with it. But and why 
you know? She also went to a pretty fancy, like a famous um, private school in LA called Crossroads and uh, attended the Oscars with Steven Spielberg, went to movie premieres, joined him on, on film sets, and she ended up going to a boarding school for troubled teens, which she said, I came out of there with more anxiety and more attachment issues, more depression and more hatred from my body. Mm. She also claimed that as a child, she was groomed and abused by predators. Right. But she says it was no one in her family or who had anything to do with her family. So it's a little unclear as to what's going on. But obviously, she's had some issues in the past. She met her her darts playing partner at a at a cafe. I guess he was just playing darts at a cafe. (laughs) There's darts in the cafe. (laughs) I would have. Presume that's more of a bar activity. I don't know. It's interesting because there are obviously a lot of things at play here. She feels like she doesn't owe anything to anyone because of her last name, because of her family and the stock that she's come from, and that this is her choice and she's empowered to do whatever she would like with her body. Understandable. Right. I mean, I I think her the way that she talks about it is, as I said, pretty articulate. I think just the thing that's very surprising is it's like, you know, there's certain names in Hollywood it's like you know Spielberg or like Tom Hanks you have these like they're just like old school you know kind of Hollywood people with these as I said very like immaculate reputations and um you you know I think lately like after the Chet Hayes thing with Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks at the Oscars I guess we're seeing that you know even these people aren't immune from having like issues and problems with their kids and obviously it's just on a much higher you know profile mm-hmm. I think this though story was a real bombshell you know it was reported by the UK paper The Sun and uh, it just came completely out of left field so it's definitely sent shockwaves through Hollywood right and some of Sarah's reporting was about the issues that Michaela has struggled with she's struggle with alcoholism, bipolar disorder. There's a lot of factors at play here. So I can see the concern. So how do you, what? moving away from the porn angle and moving into the darts thing, because I was surprised, are people, it's actually, it's weird because our report said he's a darts player. It didn't use the word professional. <laughs> That's a great takeaway. So it could just be like a hobby. Yeah. What's your darts situation, Maggie? <laughs> Dart situation. Mm-hmm. Dart sitch. I see dart boards sometimes if you go to a bar. <laughs> like They're that, there. That, wow. <laughs> like on people's. We're cordial. You know, I just say, hey, dart board, how I'm are you su- doing? You know what? I'm really surprised, honestly, that you don't have more of a. Billiards career. A take I'm on working this whole here. Darts thing, right? Like, I like you. You don't play darts. You don't play darts in bars. Do I strike you as someone who's like dart well, playing? It's like you've hung out a lot in Dublin. You know what I mean? Like it just seems like yeah, you're but... down at the pub. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> the Dublin bar game is a game called snooker, which oh, is like right. um, it's pool. Like, it's like pool with, with no pockets. Yeah, I guess in different colors. I, I don't know how to play it either. <laughs> right. So no darts. I've, it's I've weird because I'm just surprised because I don't like I'm not playing a lot of darts lately. But at Neither one I. time, I feel like I was like, I don't know. It was a thing. Maybe it's not a thing people do in bars that much anymore. I feel like that was like kind of a big I deal. I know. You're right. I, it might be. Like the little chalkboard where you yeah. like write your name on the thing. Like, I don't know. 
Poker players are so out and dart players are so in. Dart players. Totally. Actually, yeah. Or like a Farrelly Brothers darts movie. Oh, that would be Actually, good. this could bring the two together. Yeah. This could bring the two together if they could bring their film career together. If she could just move out of the porn situation and into narrative film and develop a darts project. Yeah. Spielberg directs it. It wins an Oscar. Bullseye. Sponsored by Target. <laughs> Well, that's it for this episode of We Hear. Our show is produced by Jamila Zara-Williams and Melissa Caceres. We'd love to hear your questions and ideas for the show. Is there a celebrity you're dying for us to dish on? Email your hot takes to us at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred platforms. Don't forget to leave us a review. We'll be back tomorrow with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.